Well, uh, to some of you who I just met, uh, Colin, Happy New Year to all of you, and some of you have not read Happy New Year 2022. I just want to say Happy New Year. So you can say to your neighbor, say hello, make eye contact. If you have not, wish them a Happy New Year. Say the Happy New Year to all of you. All right. Hallelujah. It's blessed to be uh, able to go through what's called 2020, 2021. It feels like a blink of an eye. We, we zoom past 2020, 2021. And here we are now in 2022. But do you know I found this... Uh, Shots. Do you realize what will be your response knowing that 2022 is pronounced as 2022? It's a very thin line between you want to cry or you want to laugh, if you know what I mean. It means that COVID-19 is not really ending yet. It's not ending yet in the near future. We adjust ourselves to a new normal. We adjust ourselves to a new season to adapt things to what's happened around the world. A new strategy that you need to adopt to achieve whatever dream goals that you want to achieve. Probably 2020, 2021 was not, were not good years for you, but no choice we have to adapt to a new normals. We need to change the strategy. Changes is the only constant we have to change to achieve what goals, mission, dreams that you want to achieve. Things changes, life changes, season change, but there is one thing that I need to inform you today that God does not change. Amen. Amen. And His calling does not change. Hallelujah. And His destiny for our lives does not change. So we move our life and have our being adjusting to changes from time to time every single day. But we should fix our eyes on the calling and the destiny of God that never change in our life. No matter how bad we performed last two years, His destiny and His calling never change. If you believe says, Amen. Amen. It is says in Romans 11 verse 29. Let me just show you. Romans 11 verse 29. For God's gifts and His callings are irrevocable. In other words, another translation, God's calling is without repentance. Meaning, God will not change His mind. I made a wrong decision about you. No, God will not change about His calling, His plan for you. For you. He will not, at one point of His, of the time, He made a wrong decision, wrong planning about you. So He has to cancel the plan and the purpose of God for your life. No, it will not happen. His calling are irrevocable. 
But one thing, I want to make a statement. No one can mess with your calling and destiny but you. No one but you. No one can cancel the destiny and the calling of God. No one but you and me. So just because we fall short in our performance last year, we want to achieve but we fail. We don't blame the situation. We don't blame COVID-19. We don't blame God. We don't blame the situation. We don't blame our boss. We don't blame the church. We move on. We give our very best in everything that we do. We adjust to things. Believing because God's calling never change. So today, I want to talk to you in just a moment on this talk. When God calls. Everybody say, when God calls. Everyone in this room, whether you realize it or not, whether you believe it or not, at the point of your life right now, you need to know this. God calls each one of you for a specific purpose and calling. Whether you believe it or not, whether you know this or not, whether you start to doubt, but the truth remains. God calls each and every one of you for the specific purpose and calling. Let me just show to you Ephesians chapter 4, verse 1. As a prisoner for the Lord, then I urge you, everybody, to live a life worthy of the calling you have received. Everyone receive a call. You might think you are not qualified, but that's the point. Because God does not call the qualified. He qualifies the call. He will qualify and equip those whom He calls. Everyone, everyone that God's call will say this. No, no, I cannot do it. It's impossible. No, I cannot do it. That's the point. By yourself, by ourselves, you cannot do it. But we shouldn't say no to God's calling. God will qualify you. God will equip you to fit for the calling that God has for you. So let me begin with the basic principle about God's calling. Get this foundation first, get the basic principle first so that we can move on. Understand about God's calling, okay? Once we understand the principle, we will persevere to keep going and keep going even though things does not align to our faith. Even though when things get tough, we will persevere because we understand one or two things that I want to just share with you. The first one, the first principle Number one, principle number one when God calls is this one. One, two, three. God calls. God calls each one of you what you are before you even become one. This is principle number one. Grab this, understand this, you'll be okay. Right? Number one. People, people call you what you are after it happens to you. But God calls you what you are before it happens. 
before it happens. Let me just show you a few examples. When God called Abraham a father of many nations, at the time he didn't have a child. Not two, not three, not even one. He didn't have a child, yet God called him a father of many nations. If I were to be like Abraham, I would come, God, what do you mean? A father of many nations. I don't even have a child. Do you know what it feels like when you have everything in your life? You are so rich, but you have no one, no child to inherit everything that you have. Do you know what it feels like? It feels like a big failure. You don't have anyone to pass to. Even God and even Abraham, I would respond the same thing like Abraham. Who should I give my inheritance to? To my slave? To my servant? I don't have a child. Feels like a failure couple. It looks like God made a mistake calling Abraham a father of many nations. But no. God called each one of us what you are before you become one. Same thing when God called David, God told Sam, I want you to anoint a man to be the next king after Saul. And so Samuel went into the house of Jesse looking for a man to be anointed. At the end, knows this is David. Do you know that David was not a man? He, still, he was still a young boy. Not even a man worthy of doing something great, be a king of Israel. Just a young boy, tending flocks, just a young boy. God calls David before even he was, has the skill, the knowledge, and all things that he needs to know to be a king. But God calls David before he even become the king. When God called Gideon, the same thing, to be a soldier, a, 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 a courageous, brave and courageous soldier. Gideon was not a soldier at the time of the calling. He was a farmer. Nothing to do. When God calls, first principle about when God calls, God calls you what you are before you become one. In the same way right now, when we believe, when we understand this principle, in the same way, God calls you blessed, God calls you successful, strong, talented, heroes of faith. It might not happening right now. That may not all be true right now. You could say, God, what do you mean? I'm not blessed. I have, I'm struggling in my finances. Now, but it does not cancel the calling of God. Don't worry, church. It's on the way. God called things that are not there as if they were there already. These are promises. These are calling and purpose of God. Not that you made it up yourself. It is God who calls over you. He put it in your mind, in your desire, in your thoughts. These are calls. Our response just to be, yes, God, I believe it. That's the first principle. 
when God calls, you have this conflicting because it is not aligned to your current situation. When God calls you what you are, He calls you before you became, become one. Principle number two that I want to share, the basic principle when God calls you, God reveals the calling and the destiny, but He conceals, everybody say conceal the process and the pathway. Story of David again, when Samuel looking for David, a man to be anointed, Samuel told Oh, you be the king. I'll need to pray over you, over Israel. The calling is revealed, was revealed to David. But Samuel didn't say about the process of being the king, the pathway from where he was at that point of life of his life to the place he will be the next king. The process and the pathway was concealed. God conveniently hide things from us about the process to his calling, the pathway to his calling. Conceal. When Joseph had the dream, which believed to be his destiny, okay, he got the dream. The dreams was revealed to him. He believed it. That's why he shared it. But God didn't tell him about the pit and the prison to Joseph. God conveniently and purposely left up things in the middle between your calling and your calling. Your, your position right now and your calling. If God reveals everything to you, okay, let's think the other way. If God reveals everything to you, the calling, the process, what it takes for you to go from here to there, Okay? All the problems, all the struggle, all the challenges, all the giants in front of you. You'll be scared to that, not to even take one step to your calling. You will just do frightened. We think it is so simple. Here I am, who we are. I believe God calls me there. We think it's so simple. Oh, just move from here, this point to that point. Ta-da, I'm doing my, God's calling my, no, not everyone in this room knows. It's not that simple. Not that simple. There is a process from being called to the manifestation of the calling. It takes years for everyone who are called in the Bible to see the fruition of the it is through the struggle of things in the middle, the pit, the prison, the problem, the giants that they need to go through, produce the character that they need, we need to feed the calling of God. Amen? Let me just repeat it to you. It is, in fact, it's through the struggle in the middle, the problem that we need to face, the challenges in the middle, it is concealed. Why? So that we take a step, then we face them one by one. And it approaches a character that not only fit for the character, fit for the job, 
of the calling, but also it will it will serve the purpose of God later on. Joseph was immature young man when he received the dreams. You and me knows. But I believe the process that took place in the pit, in the prison, made him mature, not only to deal with his brothers at the end, but also make him fit for the job. God calls you in the middle. It's concealed. Because there's something important. The process that produces our character. Amen, church? So the real talks that we should ask this morning to ourselves. How do we move from where we are now to where God wants us to be? His calling and His destiny. Oftentimes, I ask, are too fixated with things that happened in the past. Fixated with things that happened in the past. 2020, I made mistakes. 2021, December 31, I made a big mistake, a big blow happened to me. We are too fixated to things that happened in the past until we adopt our identity, our, our failure as our identity. We cannot move on. We cannot give our best in the present times to move forward because we are too fixated to the things that you think you'd be failure on this one. No one can cancel the calling and the destiny of God but you. Sometimes we talk ourselves out from the calling of God. I'm afraid the last two years. You talk yourself out. We talk ourselves out from the calling of God. How many times we talk ourselves out going into the place that God is trying to bring us into. How many times? No, I do not want to do it. Think about Moses. God wants to lead him to a place so at least he can move on. But he said, he talked himself, no, God, I could not do it. I just spoken to my kids this morning. I said, don't ever say no to the things that you haven't even tried. We talk ourselves out before we even try. That's the whole purpose. You haven't tried. You never know. The reason why I'm standing here preaching, I talk to you, I've never been to any seminary, I've never been to any theology, but I never say no. Pastor Stephen asked me to, to preach. Okay. I will never say no until I try, until I realize, ah, oh, this is not. The gift and the talent is not aligned, so maybe I'll choose something else. Until I try all that and and exercise all the options, I'll just try give my very best. Don't talk yourself out from the calling of God. Matthew chapter 22, verse 14, I'll move on. It says, many are called, but few are chosen. Just now, I mentioned to you, every one of us are called. Here we are, we have another verse. Many are called, but few are chosen. Who are these people who are chosen? Only a few. Those few people who believe and respond accordingly. Those who believe in God's calling, yes, God, and respond accordingly. 
So, to recap, first, two basic principles when God calls. Number one, God calls you what you are before you become one. Number two, God reveals the calling to you, the destiny, but conceal the process and the path for your benefit. Meaning what you see with your eyes is not aligned with God's calling for your life. So this is what we need to do. Okay, We need to put on when you don't see aligned okay, with God's calling. God's calling to be, oh, you are braveful, brave soldier. You are successful young man, successful businessman. But this is not aligned to your current situation. This is what we need to do. Okay? I just want to make a point. We put on the spectacle of God. We simply cannot use our own physical human eyes to see God's calling. Because God calls you what you are before you become one. So we need to put on the spectacle of God. I want to make a point here. I brought this spectacle. Okay, I just put it on. How do I look? <laughs> Alright, so I put on this spectacle of God just to make a point. I see the same thing. I see Debbie, I see Annie, I see Esther, I see Sony, I see my sons. I see the same things. There's no difference. But something changed. I see slight different colors. I can see clear. I see a different a tinge. Sleep, I see clearer, I see sharper of all of you. Because the spectacle, what the spectacle does, it cuts the unnecessary reflection to my eyes. When I don't see my current situation aligned to God's calling, we put on the spectacle of God, the spectacle of faith, the spectacle of hope to see and believe, and we can respond accordingly. Otherwise, you talk yourself out from that calling. The same thing when you see the reality does not align. It's okay. Put on the spectacle of faith so that you can keep moving forward, believing and responding with our action accordingly. We will start to see things differently, respond differently. When we see things, ah, it could be a problem or it could be an opportunity. It's just a matter of your vision. If you put on, if you believe, you put on the spectacle of God, the, spect the spectacle of faith, what other people might see it as problem, you see it as I move on with three points. There are three things crucial to the calling of God in our life. Okay, just now the basic principle, two basic principles. I want to move on. When God calls, there are three things important on how you respond. Respond on these three things. The three things that's connected to our calling and destiny is this. Okay. 
three, three things crucial to the calling of God in our life. Number one, our chores, our career, and our calling. All C, okay? To make you remember. Okay, when God calls, we respond, right? Okay? We respond to the three things. What is our response when God calls? When God calls, we respond to be, number one, committed to your chores. We, we despise a lot of time, oftentimes, we look down on our daily routine mundane chores, your work. Colossians chapter 3, verse 23. Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters. Since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward, it is the Lord Christ you are serving. When we put on the spectacle of God's church, we don't despise our chores. We respond correctly. We give our very best to do our chores. The daily, mundane, routine works. Do you know works is not a curse? It is a gift. Back to Genesis, he taught oh, a curse. Work is a curse. So that Adam and Eve have to work. No. Adam was given a job before he fell to sin. Is God give him a job? Give him is a gift. Why? Because through the job, through the chores, develops your characters. How many of us despise our daily works today? How many of us hate our job today? How many of us hate our, our chores today? Now, Hate our boss. Let me tell you. Either the process through the job occur in your current job, or you can quit, and that process that develop your character happens in your next job. It's up to you. You can quit. But the process that builds your character to fit for the calling of God later, either will take place in this current job, your current job, my current job, or in my next job. Joseph never despised his job as a slave, never despised his job as a prisoner. To be the man can do attitude, all kind of job he will take up. All job one man can do attitude. He gave his very best. So when God calls, we need to respond. Respond number one: be committed to your chores. If you are a student, be committed to be a student. Be committed. Number two, when God calls, we respond to be dedicated to your career. When we put on the spectacle of God, 
we become so dedicated to our career because our career is the platform, the platform to exercise your calling. I will, I will talk about that later on. Our career is the platform for the calling of God to be manifested and to be exercised to the fullest. Fulfilling the calling of God in our life is the ultimate things to do in life. But without career, calling is fruitless. Okay, let me repeat it to you. Fulfilling the calling of God is the best thing you do in life. But without your career, your calling is fruitless. Let me just share with you very quickly there's a difference between career and calling. Okay, you pick it up, you want to make note, go ahead. Career is something that we decide in life. Calling is what you discover in life. Alright, next one. Career is something that you do for money, for living. Calling is something you do for eternity. Career is something that you do for a reward on earth. Calling is something that you do for reward in heaven. Career will eventually die with you. The moment you stop, the career dies with you. Calling and the purpose of, of God might be able to outlive you and goes to your generation and generation. This is what Brian Houston says. Well, career. career is what you are paid to do. Calling is what you are made to do. Meaning, career is what you do with your knowledge, with your skill, with your gifts, with your talents, with your ability, that's what you do with your career. To make you successful, you, that's why you go to school, that's why you go to work, build your career, so that one day you will be successful and use your influence, your connection, as a platform for the, of, for the calling of God to be manifested. But career is something that you can succeed regardless of your prayer life and your relationship with God. Let me repeat it again. You can succeed in your career regardless of your prayer life and your relationship with God. In another words, your career doesn't become successful just because you have relationship with God. You can't. You know, I had one relative, to be exact, my wife's relative, who was in Singapore. He was in Singapore. He was so busy with the ministry, with the church, with the cell group. It's good. But he was so busy to the point that I think he was busier than the pastor of that mega church. So busy until he neglected his study he failed his exam and come to the point he dropped out from that university. And, yeah. Just because you have the calling of God, it does not mean we ignore our career. The last time I checked, he studied the university again at the age of 35. My goodness. You can't. 
But he could just do it. He could finish it at the young age of 20. If you, you can be dedicated to your career as a student then, it takes more than being a spiritual to succeed in your career. Remember that. You cannot fail your exam, yet you are trying to be the light and soul in that university. It just does not add up, if you know what I mean. Right? You cannot fail your exam, yet you want to be the light and soul. You are not the soul, you are the something not. What I'm trying to say to you, you cannot despise the importance of doing your very best for your work and for your career. Just because you think you have the calling of God. Joseph didn't despise his career. David didn't despise his career to be to, to tending flocks after the calling, after his calling. Okay, now you'll be anointed to be the next king of Israel. What's the next thing he did? Go back to the field and attend the flocks. Dedicated to your career. So it's with Joseph. I believe there's a text. God present was with Joseph and he was successful. Yes, I do believe that. God present and favor was the key for our success. But if you are sloppy in our job, in our career, you are not making progress, we are stumbling block. This is what I believe. The more you love God, the more we love God, the more people would see your excellence performance towards your chores, your work, your career. Correct? The more we love God, the more responsible as if we do works for God. So that people could see an increased performance to your career. No mistake about it. If you are a student but act as if you are a full-time gamer, then you are not dedicated. If you are a boss but act as if you are an employee that you are not then you are not a dedicated. If you are a full-time employee but act as if you are a freelance hourly-based employee, then you are not dedicated. If you are a pastor but act as a guest speaker, then we are not dedicated. If we are a parent but we hardly at home, we hardly talk to our kids, then we are not dedicated as parents. No guilty trap. We are. We need. My point is, we need to be dedicated to our career because career changes, calling never change. I want to make a a, a point, a highlight to what David' career was. David has several careers progression changes. Before he became the king, he was a shepherd, a musician, a giant killer, a runaway soldier, then he became a king. Career change. If you make, if you dedicated to your career, career will progress in the right direction if you are dedicated. If you are not dedicated to your career, you are not progressing. You are regressing away from the calling of 
Three things important to your calling. Number one, committed to your chores. How small it is, maybe just washing the dishes at home, maybe just doing your homework at home. Are we committed to doing the course, that routine? Or every week, that routines, mundane work, are we committed? Are we dedicated to your career? Are you dedicated to your career? Because your career is the platform to your calling. I'll come more to that in the next point. Number three, when God calls, we respond to being devoted to your calling. Amen? So if your career is the platform, the platform for you to exercise the calling of God, then your calling is your purpose in life. Your calling is your purpose. Okay? Let me just show you this. Your purpose, you work all that, you are committed to your chores, you are dedicated to career, not to make you not to just make you successful and to reach a high position in life. Because your purpose is not to reach a high position in life. That's not your purpose. Your position is simply the platform for the purpose of God to be exercised to the fullest. When your purpose in life is to get to a high position, to be successful, rich and famous young man, you simply will miss the purpose of God. It's not that. You get it? I hope you get it. If your desire, your, your commitment to do all these chores, hardworking, good, okay, but when you made it in life, that is not the purpose. It's just a platform for you now to exercise that calling of God to the fullness. Use your influence, use your network, use your capability, use your position to exercise the calling of God. To exercise the calling of God. It's the process in between, you know, in the middle. It's the process that makes the progress to reach the purpose of God. There is a process. The struggle, the problem, the challenge, the giants in the middle between who, where you are right now and the calling of God, there is a process. But it is the process that makes the progress to reach the purpose of God. Without that process in you, happening in you that develops the character, you will miss the purpose of God when you make it in life. Joseph had a career. His career was to be a prince of Egypt. He made it to be the number two man in Egypt. And that was his platform to exercise the calling of God. But when he made it, in life, okay, to take revenge to his brother was the last thing he did. Okay. It's not when he made it in life, it's not to ah, I prove you wrong, brothers. See, my dream was right. No. But when he made it, when he made it 
in his life to be the prince, to be the number two. He exercised that position for the calling of God. The Bible says for the saving of many lives. Let me read it to you. Genesis chapter 5, 50, verse 20. This is Joseph was saying. And when he made it in his life, when he had that position, you, to his brother, you intended to harm but God. Everybody say, but God. Intended it all for. When somebody can say that, okay, something happened to him. Something processed him, his life. Okay, the process has taken an effect in Joseph's life to realize, oh, you made it all evil for me to harm me, but God intended for all. Something happened in his life. The process made the character of Joseph to fit for that position. Next one. He brought me to this position now to be the number two of Egypt so I could save your life and the lives of many people. That's the purpose of God for his life. So we are committed to our choice, the simple thing. Dedicated to our Career, so we can be devoted to our calling, believe to your purpose of God, not for you to become successful and made it in life, but to exercise it for God's calling and the purpose of God. At the end, Joseph was celebrated not because he made it to be the prince of Egypt as his, he was celebrated and remembered because. He accomplished of his life purpose to bring salvation to many people. He was remembered for this as a savior to many people. Your career will die with you, but your purpose and the calling of God will outlive our age, our life. It will go to your generation. It will go to your family. Save many people. God calls each one of you, but few are chosen. Those who respond, believe and respond, it does not align where that spectacle of God. Amen, church? Let's pray. Let's pray. Father, we thank you, Lord. For such a time like this, as we struggle through, walk through our lives, life might change, season might change, our career might change, but your calling and your destiny for our lives and you, oh God, never change. Though we may not be able to see God's calling with our physical with our physical eyes, yet today we choose we choose to believe in God's calling, and so we respond accordingly. I want to pray to some of you who are in the middle of the process, in the middle of the crossroad. 
in the middle of great change happening in your life, your career change, your season change, a big change for your life. If you know who you are, just respond correctly according. Yes, God, I believe. Put your hands in your heart and make a little prayer to God. God knows. God answers. Respond. And today God speaks to you specifically through His Word. I call you up before you become one. So do not be fearful, but be faithful. When God's call, His calling is always bigger than what you can imagine. His calling is always bigger than what you are now. It's always the place. But simply believe and respond accordingly. Be committed to what's in your hand. Be dedicated to your career. You just need a little ideas, a little thoughts. God can give you the ideas. But if you talk yourself out, not being dedicated to your career, you talk yourself out from the calling of God. Be devoted to your calling so that when you made it in life, you will not forget the purpose. You will not miss the purpose of God. Father, we thank you as we I invite everyone to stand up and sing a song of Your love is powerful. Sing it, church. Lift up your hands. Your love is powerful. He shall Your love is mighty. trajectory of your life season change career change life change but today God calls you according not according to your situation not according to your current situation God calls you based on the plan and the promise that God has for you today is a breakthrough for you if you believe God's calling for your life. 
respond accordingly. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Seal your word. Bless the people. 